This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Boy Media, here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Ruta here with Digital Marketing Fastlane. I'm also joined with my co-host, Eric Philippou. How's your week going, Eric? Pretty successful week so far. Hoping to finish strong today. You were telling me some of your campaigns this week that are doing really well. We'll be sharing some of those findings in the future episodes. But right now, let's let them crush in private. I think that's something interesting to think about. When people are sharing some stuff online, it's probably because it's not working. Because if it's working so well, you're not going to share it. Or just sexy things to talk about. Little side random comments that Eric always has no clue what I'm going to say. It's not just reading from a script. Most of the value in the last probably five or six episodes were these kind of unscripted. Unscripted thoughts I just think about roasting. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about unicorn poops, legendary unicorn poops. And really the focus of this podcast and episode today, if you're on YouTube is Squatty Potty, what they're doing really well about why their videos performing so well and how they're getting so much traction and attention in their campaigns and their ads. We'll be focusing on a core marketing principle that you're going to start seeing everywhere once you start thinking about it called AIDA, what that is, how it applies to direct response. And then Squatty Potty is one of the best examples of this. This ad is one of the most famous direct response style ads. It's not necessarily a Facebook ad. We talk a lot about that, but this is just a very, very classic video. This and the Dollar Shave Club's breakout video. We'll break it down in this AIDA context. This is interesting for people because this is a principle that you can use for not just Facebook ads. Of course, we do a lot of Facebook, but this could be for YouTube as well. This could be for TV. I think we're seeing this in TV a lot now. This is a principle that you should be thinking about how to keep users engaged with your content. This could also be used for your organic posts on Instagram stories and Instagram posts. Any persuasion scenario, this is good for sales call or just get my brother to come to this party this weekend. Again, ADA stands for attention, interest, desire, and action. Attention. For us, attention means grabbing your attention, right? What hook, what angle, what can you say or do? Really, it's not just the words, but it's also what can you do. And Truebill does this really great job where they're burning money, they're slamming the keyboard. So attention is really, what can you do to sort of get that person to stop their scroll or stop watching TV or stop looking at their phone to be like, oh, what is this? And really spark the curiosity. You can always do attention just for attention, but then you have to look to other metrics. Of course, it's better when you get attention that's relevant to your brand or service. The second one is interest. Getting people interested in your product. Once you get that attention, how do you get them interested in your product? What is your value prop? What is your offer? How are you guys a little bit different? Let's say you're Truebill. The value prop interest is like, we'll save you money. And that's a great offer for people. That's a great interest. Like, oh yeah, I always want to save money. How can your product tap into one of these emotional triggers? People are very interested in it or just like resonates with people. That's kind of how we think about interest. Think about it and play around with this part for your videos. Desire is once they know what your product is, you have their attention, they're interested. They're kind of picturing the product in their life, thinking how I should do it. What would it be like if I got this water bottle or if I got whatever product? You know, how would my life be better compared to what I'm doing now? A lot of times the interest and the desire all blends. And then you actually get them to do an action you want. A lot of times in direct response, digital marketing, we're asking them to click here and go to the next step. Maybe it's add to cart, look at our product page or something. 
a lot of the really good ads we see, they do the attention, the interest, and the desire all in the hook, the first one or two seconds of the video. A good example is Shaper Mint. If you go to their Facebook ads library right now, we did a whole breakdown of them. We didn't do it on video though. We need to redo the video one. They have this aha moment, basically their shapewear. So they have someone with large belly hangout. It's how they look in an outfit without their shapewear. And then it shows them putting on the shapewear and they look so much slimmer. It's so much different. It grabs your attention. It makes you interested. It has a problem and a solution. Everything in it, you're picturing it in your life because the way they show it is just so brilliant. If you can get them all into one, you don't have to, but if you get it all into one shot, that's really cool. There's some really good fundamental marketing concepts. You're going to see this everywhere. When you see ad copy being written, maybe the first line is something in all caps with emojis. Then the next line is they're explaining. And then the last line is click here. You're going to see it everywhere. When you're more aware of it, you're going to start seeing it more when you look at ads. Ada for direct response. For us here, Ada for direct response, that's hook. That's really what we call the attention problem. That's your interest, right? Interest part of that solution is your desire. And then call to action is your action. That's how you can think about it. Or even if ADA sounds cryptic, this is another way for you to think that in terms or ways that might be more friendly to you or your team. That way they can understand what you're trying to relate to them. Really, it's mapping these principles to how it applies to your industry. And of course, for now, we're talking about direct response. The hook grab your attention. Let's say there's a video, Facebook or YouTube. The hook can be something crazy happening. If you saw our Truebill one, it's someone burning money. The problem is someone explaining, oh, I hate when this happens. I hate when I spend money yeah. too much in this situation. Even the interest and the desire stage, a lot of times you want to introduce the product as early as possible. Like I said, if you could all do it in one shot, that's awesome because people's attention spans are getting a lot shorter. You have to be conscious of when should I show the problem and introduce the product. We have an episode about stages of awareness where if you said a completely new product, they don't know what it is, show the problem first. Shapermint does that very well. They show someone in an outfit that they don't like how they look, and then they put on the shapewear. Now I love how I look. That's a really good way to do that. Going on AIDA, you have to hook the problem solution. Then you have that call to action. But if they're not sold there yet, you can still get them with more credibility eliminate objections and doubts, maybe show how many reviews they've had, different PR, oh, the Huffington Post loves us, Forbes loves us, New York Times, et cetera. And then call to action again. A lot of successful videos, especially the one we're going to look at and other videos by these creators, they go by a similar structure. You're going to start noticing it in a lot of really, really good direct response marketers are using this kind of structure. A version of this format in the Squatty Potty video. Squatty Potty is a great brand that a lot of people look up to. And I think, Eric, do you remember, was it Dollar Shave Club that was first? And then it's Squatty Potty, right? I think Dollar Shave Club, when that first came out, it was a really big hit. People wanted to replicate it and no one could because it was so unique. And I think when Squatty Potty came out with their video, finally someone came and replicated it. When I say replicate, I mean like not the exact same style because Dollar Shave Club is unique. This is so different and unique, and it's actually making someone talk about a product that people don't really talk about in a way. That revelation of, oh, this is actually replicable. And then what's great about it is like the Harmon brothers that created Squatty Potty, geniuses out of Utah, they were then able to make a formula. They were able to replicate many times. They had the tongue strips one. That's a really good one just to see the psychology of it is very smart. Or if you go to Harmon Brothers or Google Harmon Brothers, really great company. They have a lot of courses now that teach you how to do this. I remember at the time, one of my friend's company wanted to do it. 
And I think a video from Squatty Potty was about half a million. I think if you think about the investment, it's a lot, but it's actually something that's worth it because you're going to get your money back within a week or so just because of all the sheer traction you're going to get. Super smart guys. I follow them on Twitter. I follow them on LinkedIn. And we've actually have some of their courses. Eric, I think we've watched them. And I think last year, remember we had like a little lunch and learn or something. If you're thinking about how do I get my creatives on track, if you're thinking about course, I would look into the Harmon Brothers one. It's definitely worth the investment. I think it's the first time we recommended a course on our podcast. No affiliate link in the comments. Yeah, they're just good. Okay, let me take off my headphones, Eric. Let's play the video. So it's about two and a half minute videos, almost three minutes, actually. Play it all and then we'll analyze it. Don't mind my right sidebar. I was looking at some NBA stuff the other day. This is where you're at. Maybe turn the volume up a little. So this here is the hook. Clearly, this whole few seconds, it's something absolutely crazy. If you watched the first 10 seconds of it, you're completely hooked. It's this fake unicorn rainbow poop. This is where poop comes from, or this is where your ice cream comes from and eats it. Absurd character, this absurd stuff happening in the hook. It's loosely related to the product. It's just like a funny video. Okay, next up. They're introducing the problem right now. So now with Squatty Potty, a little bit of comes of education. So then they're saying, this is what sucks to poopy. And they're now going to explain everything in a nice, funny way. So let's watch that. It's also a very bold thing to say to the masses. Yeah. You suck at pooping. It goes to that thought. I've been pooping my whole life. How is it wrong? In a funny way. Some dude looking like me or you. I can listen to you. Yeah. You want to yeah. see something cool. And I think that goes back to their tone, which is like, hey, pooping is so taboo. There's this funny guy saying it. Let me listen to it. This is great because they just introduced the problem. They showed you what the solution was, how your bowels essentially should be moving. Here's how you achieve that desired result. I love this part. Introducing the squatty potty. Visual that shows how your bowel movement and that's like the solution, which is their squatty potty. This was almost a minute to explain this product. Look at the product right now. It's a piece of plastic stool. You can advertise very basic. It helps you poop. They made it in a way that makes it sexier, better, kind of like captivates you. Because if you actually think of the product itself, it's literally just a plastic stool. You go to any 99 cent store, you have this for like a dollar. It probably <laughs> costs 10 cents on all the yeah. express. Obviously, we're oversimplifying it yes, to show course. the power of a good selling angle, a good sales approach to it. Your product doesn't need to be complicated, but your marketing can be complicated. Hooks right, and then you can charge anything. Yeah, really good visual here. I love that. That's an issue everybody has faced. That is annoying when you're in the bathroom struggling to poop, right? I want something that's easier. This thing will help me solve that. Easier. Remember, people love easier. Easier, quicker. That's always a great hook or angle. How can I achieve this better? 
people don't want to spend time in the bathroom pooping, getting stuck. It's annoying. Just these last 30 seconds, this podcast compared to how this video does. If they were to describe it with a human example or yeah. just explain it, oh, you like to poop fast. It's a little unflattering compared yeah. to how they show like a funny character, emotion face going. The way they do it is very clever for the masses. It's not really off-putting compared to what the subject matter is. Compared to me saying it, I'm very raw. They're saying it in a nice, clever way. Gets the point across. Go to the bathroom faster. And they're showing that. Instead of you taking two minutes and 10 seconds, you'd be done in less than a minute. Oh, I can poop in less than a minute? Yeah, move on with my day. They're addressing a question a consumer might have. Where do I put this? This is where you're going to put it. We design it in a way that's unique and special. Part of the selling is thinking of the questions your consumer might have and answer them for them. We just call it objection handling. That kind of structure that we see with a lot of these style videos, that slide, yeah. They have the solution introduced. You're well aware yeah, of what here. the product does. I don't know if they called to action yet to sign up. Not yet. They're, they're definitely eliminated objections, addressing objections at this point. It's already very clear what it is. Now they're just removing any reason to not buy it. The doubts, the credibility, they just did eliminate objections. I think they might do a little bit more credibility. I'm not sure if they did it yet, but let's check. Call to action. Call to action was about at the 150, but there's still a good minute left. I think it's great. You have a video where you call your call to action. You always want to ask for the ask up front, like with anything you're doing. That way you can know where to go. But then now let's continue and see what else you're saying. This is the credibility part. Okay, like I've told you to buy. As a user, you might be skeptical. I think this is another great example, Eric, where I see in landing pages where someone has to buy now. And then underneath it, you have logos. And a lot of best practices in CRO. I'm not a CRO expert, but other podcasts I listen to, they all say, oh, put your reviews as close to the, the price book. as possible. So as yep. soon as they think of the price, 400 people give it a five-star review, though, just to alleviate any objections on the price. If you think about this structure here, Eric, this, you can convert this sort of structure of a video to a landing page. Don't put your price or your product up front. When someone lands on there, they might not be problem aware yet. Explain to them, do exactly what this person did. Convert this video into a text version. Video might be more expensive, but look at the format. You can really write that down into a text. Is someone going to read it? Yeah, they're going to read it if it's interesting. Same thing with the video. Good. They're going to watch it if it's interesting. I tell people all the time, what's your favorite movie? How long are movies? Two and a half hours. Why are you watching it? Yeah, because they're good, right? And what's a movie? People forget a movie is scripted by somebody. It wasn't just randomly made up. You need to be a director. You need to be a producer. You can't just randomly talk kind of what we're doing. Real quick, actually, Kevin made a really, really good point. This script structure follows that AIDA principle. Kevin talked about some product pages, maybe some landing pages. This AIDA psychology is omnipresent in marketing, whether it's a video script or a landing page or a click funnel, sales funnel, even an email trip yep. campaign. You're going to see it in a lot of places. That's why I said, once you understand this AIDA concept, 
you can apply it to videos. You can apply it to every part of your marketing, even body copy, even headlines. That's why it's really important to understand that concept. And he brings up another good concept of not showing your price. Like they haven't even brought up the price of this yet. I don't even know what the price is. But if you read .com secrets, Kevin and I have been reading that lately. He has an example where he's at a conference. Would anyone buy this phone for $100,000? He shows the price up front. Then no one raises their hands. Then he says, okay, this is all the value on it. This is all my notes of how I built a $100 million business. These are all the billionaires in my contact list. If you get a referral from me, they'll definitely have a call from you. After he gave the value, he was able to auction it off for a quarter million dollars. Price is not even an issue. If you make them believe that you're really solving their problem and getting them the result they want, you can yeah. charge premium prices if your sales are good or you don't have to mention price until the product page in the marketing. People get caught up. They just don't explain their product enough. There's a reason why this video does well. It's because it's not a 30-second video. It's not a 20-second video. It actually explains the product. Think about the product itself. It is literally just a stool. Think about that deeply as a concept. Think about some of the products that you've seen work well and why do they charge so much? And a lot of people's knee-jerk reaction to be competitive is, oh, let me slash my prices. I don't want to say it's lazy. I get the logic. It works in a lot of cases. Works, yeah. They don't think about how do I provide more value instead of less price, communicate the value better. Yep. Things like that are very important to think about in marketing, not just, oh, I'll do a discount. Let's watch the next step. Howard Stern's so big for credibility. I don't think people realize how big Howard Stern is. That's great. I'm not sure how they got those partnerships, but that's also something that you should be doing for any sort of product. Getting these credibility partnerships with brands uh, that people recognize, you're just leveraging their authority. They're all crazy about the squatty potty. Not to mention the 2,000 Amazon users who saved the squatty potty five stars. More testimonials, of course. Amazon, great one, obviously. So order your squatty potty today. I'm not saying it will make your poop as soft as this cookie's in clean, but I'm not saying it won't. Squatty potty, the tool for better stool. Pooping will never be the same. And neither will ice cream. I want to do a How does it taste? Is that delicious? Is that the best thing you've ever had in your life? There you are. <laughs> It's like a funny. <laughs> but if you think about this sort of video, it's like one guy with some cartoon. Probably took a lot to develop, but I think what's here, it's important, it's probably going to be that script. The script probably took a long time. Also in a format that uh, has to be clearly rehearsed, but in a way that uh, sales, the Harmon stuff, and they talk about this all the time too. You can look up a lot of their other videos. You'll see this structure. You'll see this AIDA structure, very similar structure, the most successful brands, like the ones we always talk about are Dr. Squatch, Truebill. You just browse their Facebook ads library. You'll see the structure. You'll see the hook, the beta brand, the hook, woman ripping your pants at work. Some super embarrassing, crazy thing grabs your attention. And then they'll explain what the problem is. Do you hate when this happens? Then they introduce the solution. Or Truebill, you have their money on fire. A UGC part of someone... Thing. I didn't know I was spending this much on subscriptions. Then they go, oh, my friend introduced me to Truebill. They introduced the solution. This is everywhere in a lot of direct response marketing. You're going to see it in a lot of landing pages. If you take any landing page course or you're designing a landing page, it, oh, you want the hero image. Then you want to show some benefits. Then you want your call to action button in there. 
And then you want a little credibility after that if that didn't sell them and you have more call to action. That's literally the same logical concept as the hook, the problem solution, the call to action, the credibility, then the call to action again. You see this everywhere in marketing. It's everywhere because it works. You have to get their attention. You have to give them some information. You have to tell them what to do once they have the information. This is going to be just one video that we broke down. We might do more. I think it's interesting. A lot of people were asking us to do this type of episode. So suggestions or things that we should do, email me or Eric. Eric, what's your email? What's the best one to reach you at? Eric at voidmedia.com. Eric at Voidmedia. Kevin at Voidmedia. You can also tweet at us. Eric, what's your Twitter handle? I know you're pretty big on Twitter nowadays. Full name, but there might be an underscore actually. Is it? There's another Eric Philippou. Only other one on earth. It's Eric underscore my last name. You know, it's kind of hard to spell, but... P-H-I-L-I-P-P-O-U. Kevin spelled that. You just look me up, or you can just look at how it's spelled on... It's basically my full name with an underscore between the first and last name. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. We're posting now on Instagram again. Twitter, you can always follow me or Eric. I always retweet our podcast. Always give out snippets. Again, we're also on LinkedIn. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Thanks, guys, for listening. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.